Welcome back to another episode of The Cozy Cove with K1. K2, she's somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. (laughs) I know where my baby is. She's in her crib playing with her cell phone or reading a book. It's all good because my husband is in there doing some working from home as many people are doing these days thanks to this lockdown and outbreak and everything it's wild to me because I have been here in the United States since January when I first discovered the outbreak in China and I can't help but reflect once again on the past few months and how hectic things have been between leaving China in the most hectic way possible, coming into the United States and setting up shop, living with my husband after having an intercontinental marriage, (laughs) and having Kiani get used to this new life that we have. And it's really a smooth transition, actually. This transition could have been horrendous. Oh, my, it would have been so crazy had we not arrived into the space where we are right now. But even with all of this, still, there's so many, so many adjustments still to get used to. And, I mean, in my last episode, I, I, I mourned for China. And I, I really like how... I came to a a state of acceptance as it relates to leaving that life behind, at least temporarily. I I don't know. May we return? Perhaps. Maybe we'll go somewhere different. Who knows? But right now, this is the state of things. We are temporarily grounded in Florida. Um, I guess at this point, I'm just thinking about how the borders are closing all over. China won't even allow foreigners into the country. Just just ridiculous because there are news reports saying that Chinese nationals are having difficulty entering their country from abroad. But now, or no, 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 that Chinese nationals are the ones who are testing positive for the virus. But foreigners, foreigners like myself, can't enter. It's just wild. Chinese nationals who are returning to China are having issues entering because they're positive, but the, the Chinese government shut out foreigners from the country. Oh, I just needed to say that out loud in order to, to kind of wrap my head around it, because that alone is just wild to me. What a wild turn of events this has been. Oh, the USA... It's about to be March, or no, it is March. It's about to be April. I've been here since January. This is how long the country has known and has been able to prepare for all of this madness. And now it's just a state of hysteria. To me, it's just so extra. People are overreacting. You know, schools are just starting to teach online. We, we in China, had been teaching online since February 6th or something like that. 
Oh, man. I think it's really at this point just a matter of monitoring those countries, China and Italy, where, you know, the outbreak has really swarmed and affected too many people. Numbers are definitely underreported at this point all over, all over the world. And, and that's to be expected because not everyone is being tested. I, uh, I'm, I, for one, feel that being tested is just... It's not even necessary unless you are really having difficulty breathing and just living your life. I've always felt that the healthcare system in this country is just corrupt, crooked. You go in for something, and just because you say the symptoms that you have, they, the healthcare professionals may just say, oh, well, you know, this is what you have, but you don't really have anything. So it's better to just avoid it than to go and them administer something to you that is to quote unquote alleviate or cure you, but it it it, it backfires and that causes a whole lot more harm than what would have happened had you not gone and even gotten checked out. <sighs> it's just ridiculous. It just makes me miss the Chinese healthcare system, which is the who knows what it's like for the Chinese citizens but for me as a foreigner I got seen right away I would call a doctor and oh okay would you would you like to come in today at 2:30 oh no how about 3:30 you know and you'll get there and of course there's there there are lots of people patients being seen but you still will you you won't have to wait it's a waiting game here that's the problem that I have in this country. Everything is a waiting game. It's just, why? Why, are, why is there no sense of urgency? There should have been such a sense of urgency for all of this. But nope. Now, here we are. About to be April 1st. April Fool's Day is in two days. And we are temporarily grounded. Flights to where? Who knows? <laughs> I love, we have a pool at this house where we are staying, <clears throat> excuse me, and there is a pool float, or a pool float, there is an airplane float that I bought for K2, because she's always been on an airplane, uh, her entire first year of life, she was traveling, so for us to be grounded now, I say, okay, well, you can be grounded, but at least have this airplane float <laughs> uh, she has that take pictures of her with that and she also has a little toy airplane that she likes to kind of carry around with her like it's a dog or something her her pet is an airplane <laughs> it's just ironic it's straight ironic that we left China to escape escape from the coronavirus come to the United States and this country is locked down. The whole world's already locked down. I mean, this was inevitable anyway for it to happen at the beginning of the year during the Chinese New Year holiday. Like, it was inevitable. People, this this virus was just ripe for an outbreak. It was ripe. So, here we are again. Temporarily grounded. And, you know, in the last six years since I was living in Asia, 
I traveled so much. I, I should really document how many flights I have flown in the past six years. It has to be almost 100. It has to be. Because, I mean, even, you know, flight and layover and going home every summer, or if not coming to the United States, at least going and traveling every summer. And that was just the summer. One summer, I remember I flew from China, from Hong Kong to Mexico City and was there for a little while. And then I flew to uh, Havana, Cuba, and I was there for a little while. I had an amazing time in these places. Oh my gosh. And mind you, I was traveling solo. It's about two years, two and a half years before baby. And then from Cuba, I flew to Nicaragua. Managua, I did some volunteer work there for several several weeks. This was uh, during the, 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 the Zika outbreak. Oh my. And I remember I, this isn't even funny, but I did get some irritation on my body, something. I wouldn't say it was Zika, but then again, who ultimately knows because I wasn't tested for that. But I did have a full body rash. I just was sick. It was hot. Definitely had that fever. I had a fever. I wouldn't say it was the flu or anything because I wasn't coughing or sneezing. I just had a rash and uh, I felt nauseous. Just oh, completely nauseated. Oh, that was terrible. And then I flew to the United States. I flew to Las Vegas and spent some time with mom. And then I flew back to Hong Kong. That was just one summer. One summer. I mean, the trips that I've gone on, you know, for the last few years, I'll, I'll also travel in the fall, maybe twice in the fall, because in China they have the national week holiday in October, and and then we always fly for Christmas for winter, whether it was going to <laughs> Thailand, Malaysia, or coming home to the United States. It was travel. Then, then you know, at the start of the new year, get ready for some more travel. <laughs> Chinese New Year, that was a huge one. Always traveling to the Philippines, Thailand again. I'm a little obsessed with Thailand. Probably have traveled to Thailand six times in six years. <clears throat> and what's the next holiday? After Chinese New Year, there's always a spring break. Spring break. Or if not spring break for travel, I would travel for week without walls trips. Week without walls were trips, are trips. Who, who knows, it may turn into were trips <clears throat> if schools don't resume and get their lives in order because of this outbreak. Trips that the international schools would take with students and it would be just that, a week outside of the school walls. We went to Bali. I, I went to Komodo Dragon Island. I went to Thailand again for one of those trips, scuba diving trip. I did not scuba dive. 
I just sat and relaxed while the other chaperone teachers did all the work. Why? Because that's just the type of person that I am. But also, I don't like scuba. I don't like the idea of being submerged in water. Scary. <sighs> Scary with all of that equipment mm, and all of those rules. Who's reading all of that? I guess I guess you're reading all of it if you want to survive, right? <clears throat> I've been to so many places. Never went to Japan. That was coming up, you know, with the Olympics. I mean, are the Olympics even canceled this summer? I wonder. I wonder what it, what are Tokyo's plans? I was definitely planning to go to Tokyo. That was going to be my first trip to Japan and with baby. This whole thing is just a mess. Being temporarily grounded is really annoying, especially after the lifestyle that I've had for so long. I was really looking forward to traveling with baby and traveling some more. And my husband was going to join us after this election. He works in politics, so ah, 2020 was out of the question to begin with for him to be in Asia. But nevertheless, it was on the table. Oh, man. For our visits. Well... That's all I've got for today. I'm just thinking I've been meaning to get some of these thoughts out of my head. And I really like having the opportunity to do it with this Anchor podcast because it helps me to organize what I'm thinking. And I, I don't even have any listeners right now. I don't care so much about having listeners. I more so care about just documenting everything that is going on. Not everything, because there's no way I'm going to catch everything, but as much as possible, because I want to look back at everything that is happening now, us being here in Florida, us having this wonderful house, us being here with Vamp, my husband, and Kiani, watching her grow and develop into an amazing Yeah, watching baby girl grow and develop into this amazing little (laughs) pre-toddler. Pre-toddler running around the house screaming, trying to get her way. Every opportunity steals some attention. She's amazing. She's an amazing, brilliant baby. So blessed. So staying optimistic over here, I hope everybody else manages to find a silver lining in all of this. Gotta stay optimistic. Gotta stay positive. So on that note, I'll sign off and catch up later.